0: Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel
1: together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden. We're back with you for another episode, you got it, of the Success Journey Show. Marlon, what's good, bro? How you doing? Oh, man, you know, taking it one day at a time, brother. Everything yeah, yeah. is good on yeah. my end, man. Uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. You know, it's a... Um, it just feels good, man. We're a couple episodes back in uh, to this season. And uh, it just feels good to open up with that intro, man. S- the Success yeah, Journey Show.
2: Yeah, it, it does. Rick, I'm telling you, I, I went somewhere. I'm never going to say where I was. But I don't want my fans, you know, running out the door of my car and stopping me. and You know, trying <laughs> yeah, to get autographs yeah. and all that. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, man, I was, I, I was actually somewhere. You know, sometimes you don't even know. How much of an impact you're making until somebody actually says, "Brother, yo, you, you guys are doing good things." So, and you know, we hear it all the time, but you know, we're in a immediate area where we're around people that know us a lot. And so, I went, I went somewhere. I was in a different state doing some work. G fifteen classified, and uh, <laughs> some guys are like, "Yo, man, when's your show coming back out?" You know, and uh, like, like like I said in the in the first episode, man, it just it just makes you feel good. Yeah. It just makes you feel good um, to know that people are listening to you and that they want to hear hear what you have to say or the content that you're giving is actually uplifting people.
1: Yep, that's it. That's it. So, yeah, we're, gonna, we're not even going to uh, press along. We're going to jump right into this episode, man. We have a great guest coming before us. Yeah, we have a special guest with us, and it's none other than Roy Moy the Third, Man, Roy Moy Third, Bro, thanks for joining us today.
0: Man, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be on the podcast. How are y'all doing today? Oh, man. We're doing Fabulous. well, man. Doing Fabulous, blessed.
1: man. Fabulous. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Roy, why don't you share with our travelers um, just a little bit about yourself, man? Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, So once again, thanks for having me on here. Um, I uh, grew up in, well, I was born in Kaiserslautern, Germany, because my father was in um, the army. And so um, I don't remember too much about that. I was pretty young, like in three weeks when they left. Um, And so I came to the States and did most of my growing up in Raytown, Missouri, which is a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri. Um, and so uh, did most of my growing up there And I just had an a intense love of airplanes Since I was a kid And I believe that's because I was on a plane three weeks after birth Flying from Germany <laughs> back to the States okay. So that's my theory, that's my story And I'm sticking to it yeah. um, oh, yeah, But I had this intense love of airplanes um, Just always wanted to draw them Wanted to, you know, be at the airport And just, you know, uh, watching planes take off and land And so that kind of, you know, growing up Uh, with that love, uh, it just caused me to ask the question like, okay, well, what could I do, you know, as a career in, in, um, you know, aviation or doing something with like designing planes. And so I think I asked my parents and they ended up uh, letting me know, like, you know, it'd be like aeronautical or aerospace engineering or something like that. And so then when I got that nugget, I just said, okay, I'm diving in, I'm learning as much as I can about it. And so that, that's what ended up leading me to uh, Wichita, Kansas, which is where I currently reside, um, to go to college and, and uh, study aerospace engineering and, and graduate with that to become a, a structural design engineer, which is what I do uh, for a living. Um, but on the other side of things, um, I also grew up. Uh, singing a lot. And so I uh, kind of get oh. it from my dad, uh, from my grandfather. So growing up from a very young age, I mean, we were kind of a uh, singing family in general, like singing on the way to church or just singing yeah. around the house. <laughs> um, my mom would turn a song. She's not even really the singer in the family, but she would always turn a song like, what class did you guys have today? And we'd be like, oh, mom, we had computer lab. And she'd be like, computer lab. And we're like, what? What's up that? You know? <laughs> she would always turn something into a song. And so um, it was just very musical in that way growing up and so um that also you know became a love of mine and just performing and talent shows and doing a whole bunch of stuff like that and so um i'm also an independent gospel artist oh, and okay. a children's music artist um mm. and so yeah that's kind of just a little nutshell of of everything that i'm involved in and kind of how um, I, I grew up and in the, the different interests that i have and, and what i'm currently doing right
1: now yeah man you're you're a rare breed you know it's very, very uh it's very few times or very often, uh, not, oh my goodness, I can't even keep my words right now. I'm, I'm trying to get to the point of it, but it is not so often uh, that you find someone that is good on the technical side and on the arts as well. And uh, it's just, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you have someone that has that perfect blend of the both both sides of the spectrum um, and what they're able to do create creatively. Uh, on both sides, man. So that, that's that's awesome, man. The music and the engineering, you know, it, we are, as you're talking, there's a lot of um, uh, resemblance to, um, to to my story in terms of when I went and I was finishing up my uh, associate's degree, I was like, man, what am I going to do for my bachelor's? What am I going to uh, study? What type of engineering? I knew I wanted to be an engineer. And, mm. and I went and I typed in engineering into uh, Google, and that's when Google was really just starting to really take off, um, back early two right. thousands. And, um, a helicopter, uh, showed up and I was like, Oh, a helicopter, you know, man, like engineering helicopter, you know, how, how do you design uh helicopters and the, 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 the degree of the discipline that, uh, was my main thing that popped up was mechanical. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to design the helicopters, but I'm going to do a mechanical engineering degree to this day. I've never, you know, been in the helicopter, (laughs) you know, (laughs) know, I probably won't be in there anytime soon, but, uh, but still, you know, I, I, I love to hear it, man. loved hearing that, man. So, so, so share with us, you know, on this engineering journey that you went on and, you know where you are now uh, in, in your career and your profession. You know, just share with us a little bit of, of that journey. You know, I, I know it's exciting to say, "Oh, this is what I want to be," but it's, a, mm-hmm. it's so much different than you know. Hey, I want to be something, and tomorrow I'm that thing. You know, it, it's a journey. You know, it's it, it's it's man, your hard nights, late nights, early mornings. Um, just share a little bit of that with us. Sure,
0: sure thing. Um, man, I appreciate the kind words too. It's it literally God's grace that all of this is happening at the same time. But yeah. um, the journey of it all. Um, yeah, so like, I kind of went from I want to be an, an aerospace engineer and pursue that. And I'm like in high school. And You know, if, if you don't know about like what it takes to do that in the classes and everything, you may not take all the classes you need to take in high school. Mm. Um, and so fortunately, I took enough of those classes, but like, I didn't take physics in high school at all. Um, you know, I took chemistry, I ended up being able to take calculus. So that was good to be able to like, and that was all literally by a random test in like seventh grade. They're like, they gave all this, uh, of a students, th- a math test. And like, I ended up scoring, you know, decent, not like super great, but decent. And so they're like, Oh, we'll put you on the fast track. And so that was how I was able to reach calculus by senior year. But that was just on a whim. Like, you know, I, I didn't intentionally do that. And so um, I just remember when I made the decision, like, okay, this is what I want to do, and then I begin to tell, you know, and I'm I happen to be uh, half black, a quarter Puerto Rican, a quarter Mexican, so I'm black and Latino. So when oh, I course. would be like uh, mentioning this to people in my community, it's like, yeah, I want to go for aerospace engineering. They'd be like, ooh, that's a lot of <laughs> math and science. Like, I don't, <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, man, I really don't even like math like that. You know, I, I happen to test okay, and so I'm in these advanced math classes, but and that really isn't my favorite thing. You know, it's never been something I've been excited about. And so I'm like, I don't know, maybe, I, maybe I don't, you know, so I'm getting like doubt, you know, like, but I'm like, no, I love airplanes so much. Like I can do this. And so literally it was just the love of airplanes and, and just like, I'm going to go pursue this. And so I, I get to college and I just remember that first semester, like, man, what high school did I go to? Cause you know, not to down my high school, but I just don't feel like I was as prepared as some of the man. other students um, and and in my classes. And so it was, it was challenging. I did, I did okay, but it was certainly challenging to kind of get adjusted, Uh, especially to an engineering uh, course schedule. You know, you got your friends, especially freshman year, you know, um, many, many people who who gone to college can relate to this, but like, you know, freshman year, you're trying to figure everything out. Everything's new. And I was in Wichita, so I was away from home. I wasn't like, you know, uh, going to school in town. And so you got friends in the business school or friends in, you know, other majors that are like, yeah, let's go out. And I'm like, I got a calculus test tomorrow. Like what do what, what, what you mean? So try to like balance all of that and, and, you know, try to have, still have fun, but at the same time, um, go through. And so, um, actually one of the struggles on the journey, cause I know like that's a big part and, that, and that's why I enjoy this show too, is because you guys are always highlighting like the struggles and the successes, you know, not just, um, you know, this picture of everything being perfect, but something that was unrelated to any coursework was just money to be able mm. to go to school. So when I when I was a fresh, I graduated with like a three, seven, five GPA or something like that. So it was decent and I got some scholarships, but a lot of the scholarships that I got were freshman scholarships. And so, you know, for those of you know y'all out there, it's like, it ends after freshman year. Those those <laughs> scholarships are done if they're yeah, if they're yeah. only meant to be freshman scholarships. <laughs> and I think, you know, being that, you know, I'm first generation. So my sister went to college before me, but then it was me the year right after. So she, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out as she's figuring it out. And so I was like super excited about these scholarships, but like not really fully comprehending. Okay, a lot of these are going to end. Like the bigger ones were ending after freshman year. So I'm like, all right this is it. Like, I guess I'm not going back. And, and I, I was really devastated and, and, you know, I happened to be a Christian. And so this is where kind of like a, a major, like faith moment, like God moment happened for me. Um, and, and I guess you could call it a testimony, but I basically didn't have enough money to, to go back sophomore year so I, my mom was like, no, you're going to go back. Like my parents were like, we're going to take you back. Like you're, it's going to be fine. Like you're going to be good. And I'm like, I don't know. So I get there and I get this bill in the email It's like, you owe like $4,000 or something. And I'm just like, I don't have that at all. My parents don't have that. It's not like I can say, Hey, can you guys loan me? I, I just didn't have it. And so I just remember freaking out and like going to a bathroom, which I don't know. I, I would not advise this for anybody, but I'm like in a bathroom on campus, like a, uh, a wheelchair accessible bathroom so it was like you know just only one you know stall That's or one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. i'm like on the, i'm on the floor crying and like, oh, like what man. like this is disgusting the did all, oh, did all, oh, wow. so, so word to everybody words and wise don't do that but oh, it, was, it was it was did just it work, a space though? that i but i it was a space <laughs> i could go in that was just private you know and, and i was just in the heat of the moment and i just remember like God was just like, get up and go to the Office of Multicultural Affairs, which is now known as the Office of Diversity and Inclusion on Wichita State's campus. And it's known to be the home away from home, especially for multicultural students. So that was the spot on campus where we all hung out, the black students, Latinos, everybody, all multicultural students hung out there. And it was it was a great like just welcoming place to be. And so I I went there and saw my advisor there. And she just looked at me and she almost cussed me out. She's like, you lucky I'm trying to be professional. I'm not going to cuss you out. I can't believe you took so long to get to me, like, you know, to tell me about this. And she was like, you know, you did decent your freshman year. You didn't, like, fail anything. Like, you're a bright student. You're valuable to this university. And so, basically, she told me to sit down. And this is what I believe to be the power of God. Within an hour of emailing people, I had $7,000 in scholarships. Wow. And wow. $5,000 of that $7,000 was uh, reoccurring until I graduated. Wow. And, wow! Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just that that was a struggle um, that didn't even relate to any classes. Like I had done I had done what I needed to do in the classes, you know, you know, yeah. decent enough to make good grades or whatever, but didn't have the finances. And so, um, you know, through that advisor, shout out to Alicia um, Newell and, and God, like, man, just bringing that together. And so that kind of allowed me to, you know, continue on and obviously go through and graduate. I think, um, you know, some of the other struggles were just balancing everything, Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. as I'm doing right now, music and engineering, I was doing the same thing in college. Uh, Matter of fact, like it was like I was living two different lives, like two (laughs) two separate lives, Uh because like my engineering professors and people in the engineering school had no idea that I was singing. Yeah. And then everybody who saw me singing, they thought I was a music major. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it, it was it was tough to balance all of that. But, uh, you know, senior year doing our, our senior design project, I remember I, I was uh, involved in National Society of Black Engineers. I'm still involved in that organization. And um, I was serving as regional chairperson at the time. And it, it just was a huge responsibility. I was traveling a lot and also trying to do like the senior design project where we had to design, build and then fly. Uh, uh, RC aircraft, basically. And so it was very challenging to try to manage that time and um, and try and successfully do my role in that group. Um, and the good news is that, you know, with the help of God and just friends and, and, and you know, uh, professors, you know, we ended up doing a great job. And I think we placed like 15th in the world oh, wow. in this competition. Yeah, which was really cool. So Um, And I'm pretty sure there's other struggles in there, too, that I can highlight. Um, I guess I'll give one more because you probably know this, Ricky, with uh, engineering, majoring in engineering and, 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 you know, wanting to successfully go into an engineering career. A lot of times we do internships um, because they're they're like looking at at you when you want to apply and be like, where's your experience at? So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times you have to do those internships. And I just remember. Um, you know, I had done everything I needed to do to get the internship. Interview went well, everything's good. And at this point, I still didn't have a car, um, you know? Because, you know, when you're at college, you're just living on campus and like you got friends who got cars and stuff like that. So I'm like, I got the internship. Yes, awesome, get there. but I ain't got no car to get there. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh man, you know? And, and once again, a whole God situation of like, going to church, like going down anybody need to come down to the altar for prayer yep that's me so i come down to the front of the congregation and then they're like okay so they they take you to the the side chapel to pray for you or whatever and they're like hey what's going on i need a car or whatever and um and, and and this is a struggle not necessarily in just not being able to you know have a car but also just pride you know mm. um and how that can creep in in you know, us wanting to feel like we're in control of everything and like too proud. And so the lady who had prayed over me, she was like, well, actually my son is trying to get rid of this car or whatever. So I'm looking up like, I see you God. Like, okay, Jesus, let's go. <laughs> like I'm about to get this car. And so, and so I said, what kind is it? And at the time I was like, I, I want a, Hyundai, <laughs> uh, a Honda a to- uh, Accord or a Toyota Camry. Cause, not because I wanted to be high and mighty, but I, people just kept saying those were good cars. So I was like, no, know, are, that's yeah. what I'm going for. And so she's like, it's a it's a Mercury Sable, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't know if you know what that looks like, but I'm, I like, had oh, I'm like, I had I, one, I, man. Who had
1: one? I did, Rick. Yeah.
0: Are you serious? That's Dude. crazy. No. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Was the
1: green one, Rick? Yeah, it was a greenish one. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah. that's so crazy. My
0: so so I asked what color it was. She said it was red. I said, oh no, nah, I really can't. So I didn't tell her no, but in my mind, I'm like, nah, nah, this ain't <laughs> it. This clearly ain't for me. So fast it's like forward. like I'm going back to the altar. Right, right, right. So fast forward and I'm like, you know, it's internship, I think, started at the end of May. So it's like beginning of May. And I'm like, God, I'm still, I'm trying to trust you, God. I'm trying to, you know, so once again, I didn't go to the bathroom this time. This time I was just crying in the dorm room. (laughs) Uh, I I, I get very emotional. So I I was like, man, like, God, what are you doing? Like you, you gave me this internship. You gave me me the, the ability and all this stuff. And, and so I got, I got done crying and just, you know, having this moment with God. And I think he was either the next day or maybe even that evening. And her husband called me and he was like, Hey, we just wanted to reach out. We're getting ready to put the car on Craigslist. We just wanted to see, you know, if you wanted to come take a look at it. I was like, God, I ain't playing with you no more. I'm going, I'm going. So I ended up (laughs) going and, um, you know, had, had enough money saved up to get it and everything. And like, literally I got the car registered like tags got new tires like everything and the internship was the next day like it was so crazy it just shows you how powerful God can work but also just the struggle of not just you know needing the car but also having to battle that pride and finally let that ego go and be like look this is what God has for you like you need to surrender to the will of, of God. And that car was good to me for two years. Like it,
1: it was a really good car. So yeah, I know that's mm. kind
0: of maybe not a part of, of no, what you are asking. Apart no, of, man. No, man. Yeah. All apart, no, man.
1: All apart. Poor. It, it's funny. You're saying all these stories and it's like, I have vivid memories of almost same, some exact same situations that you're, that you're speaking on, man. That's and crazy. You, and then you're going to talk about a Mercury Sable. I'm like, what? I
0: know when you said it, I was like, like, "This guy leads worship. <laughs> he got a mercury Say, wait a minute, wait a minute, Y'all
1: living a <laughs> double brother. life on the campus, we're on the gospel choir. And then the engineering friends, they never even crossed paths. You know, it's just like, man. man, Let let me tell
0: you, when I I graduated, so when I graduated, one of my goals was to sing the national anthem. So I I love singing national anthems. That's just something that I I really love. My dad played me Whitney Houston's national anthem at the Super Bowl, like when I was in middle school or something. And I just, from that point on, I was like, whatever she just did, I want to do that. And so from that point on, I've been singing them. And so I said, man, you know, I've been singing them for the basketball team, you know, at Wichita State and baseball and every all these sports teams. Said, my graduation, that'd be dope because they always do the national anthem. And so I got to do it. So I'm up there and I'm singing and all my professors, the engineering professors are sitting in the front row. Like, and what? I got done. I got done. And I looked down and they were just like, Lord. And I was like, how did they not? I was there for five years. And, they, no. <laughs> and one, of them, one of them was like, I, I think it was structures, two, which is like a aerospace structures class, you know, talking about the stress and strain on wing structures and stuff like that. But he he was like, so never I mean, like almost like groupie mode, which was crazy. Like, I mean, you had this professor and he's like, just. And I'm like, man, I should have sang in his class. I probably would have got a <laughs> Yeah, there
1: you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funny. It was
2: oh, hilarious. Yeah, man. Man. Oh, man. man.
1: So lo- looking at all those things that you've gone through, like you have a couple of examples. I know you can probably pull even more out, just examples of being in moments of not knowing how things are going to work out yeah. um, to them actually working out. Um, as you, as you have grown up and you started and you've been in your career, how long have you been in your career now? Uh, four and a half years, four and a half years, you know, have there been moments now as you, as you even getting older and experiencing more things where you would frequently reflect back to the times where things did work out and it just gave you a little bit more strength in the moment that you're in currently.
0: Sure. Sure. And I actually did leave one, uh, important. I'm glad you said that important story that I, that I left out from college that had to do with coursework. Cause some of those, a lot of those didn't have anything to do with coursework. And so I don't want to paint the pictures that engineering classes are easier or anything like that. But, um, I, I did not pass a class. Um, and I, and I love sharing this story because I feel like, you know, so many times, no matter if you're an engineering student or not, whatever it is that you're doing, like failure. Right. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's so hard to like, you know, experience failure and, like think that it's the end of the world, you know? And so I just remember uh, taking a class called dynamics mm, and it, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting it, but I don't know. It's not, it's not really clicking all the way. And, and the reason why <laughs> I love this story is because mm. I had a B minus in the class. And so I don't know how it worked at your school, Ricky for engineering or any of the, anybody listening might have gone into engineering, but at our school, any of the core classes we took, so not general general education uh, courses, you had to get a C or better. And we had the yep. plus and minus system, yep. so you had to get yep. a C or better. Yep. And I had a B minus going into the final. Mm. <laughs> going mm. into the final, I had a room no for errors. <laughs> and man, that thing dropped me all the way to a C minus, and I did not pass mm. that class yeah. for mm. engineering requirements. And I was devastated. I just because it wasn't like I got an F yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. it was like man I missed the mark to be able to move on and um and with our uh the way the aerospace engineering uh curriculum was set up if you missed a class <laughs> it, it almost <laughs> yeah. set you back a whole year type a whole of deal year, yeah. um I now now by the grace of God I had already planned to do 5 years cuz when they sat me down freshman year. And they said, here's your curriculum. You're going to do 20 credit hours this semester, 22 this semester, 18. I I just looked at that advisor and was like, look, I want to have a life and I want to do stuff. So that's not going to happen. Let's just go to five years. (laughs) So I was glad I did that up front because when I didn't pass the class, like it pushed me back a whole year, but you know, I had already planned five years, but still that feeling of failure and that feeling Mm -hmm. of like, man, this sucks, you know? And this is why I love mentors so much and I, and I encourage anybody, no matter what it is that you're doing, make sure you find a mentor. Make sure you seek out a mentor who's in your field. Maybe they're not even in your field, but just somebody who has more wisdom um, than you. And so I just remember feeling like this is the end of the world. And so I ended up talking to my mentor who's who was a flight test engineer at the time um, out at Cessna, which is like a, a private aircraft uh, company where they uh, design like business jets and stuff. And um, And now he's working for the FAA, but he said, "Oh, you didn't pass that class." He said, "I actually and 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 you have to understand, like I'm I'm very self driven. So I wanted to be an aerospace engineer since I was young. I mean, very self driven. It wasn't like I was living my life like, oh, I'm black and Latino. Oh, how will I ever? I never woke up feeling that way. And so self driven. But when I met him, that was the first black aerospace engineer I ever met in my life. Like I knew mm-hmm. they existed, but like it was something mm-hmm. to actually talk to." one and be like oh my gosh he's real like I really can do this like it it gave me so much permission so I I, and still to this day I look up to him like and hold him in very high regard and so he said oh you didn't pass that class he was like well I should tell you that I didn't pass fundamentals of of atmospheric flight my first time Hmm. and I mean I was just floored I was like because I had passed it on my first try and so I was like what like that's crazy and that that really did like a uh, uh, a great deal for me because it just showed me like this is this person I look up to he's doing incredible things in his career and he didn't pass a class you know mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, pick mm-hmm. yourself up and and you know register for the class again because you got to do it in order to you know keep going on your journey and and so I did um, and I ended up I think finishing with a B plus the second time I I took it and so did much better and and it was just a lesson of you know you're going to fall in life. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. You're human. And I think when, if you, if you were a high performer in high school, like, and I'm saying like 3.5 or above, like if you're a high performer in high school, you haven't experienced that you're like, and and some of those classes, you're, you're BSing and still making it through, you know, because you're just, you have that knack or whatever. So um, it was a great lesson in perseverance and, you know, just Mm -hmm. get up, try again um and, and and I share that to say that yes in my professional life it's kind of weird and this may sound crazy to y'all but like I'm actually not in love with engineering I actually want to be a mm-hmm. full-time music artist I want to do music full-time and mm-hmm. that's been since I started working professionally mm-hmm. so 2015 <laughs> well, I started <laughs> so this in, no, I don't want to in do this. 2015 I uh put out uh, an R&B EP Oh, wow. And I had never like throughout college, I sang and did a lot of talent shows, but I never recorded. And so I randomly met this guy, like this guy he reached out to me on YouTube or something like that. And he wanted to use something that I had uh, sang. And so he's like, can you can I use this? And I was like, let me let me re-record it because it actually sounds terrible. And he's like, sure. And that opened the door to recording. So I was like, oh, so I started recording and working with him. So I put out a project the summer after I graduated and I had just started working and um, I put it out, out on my birthday birthday had the concert people came interns Mm. from my company came i mean it was a it was a nice Uh, little event i sung my heart out then i started selling cds afterwards and i was blown away i was like oh my gosh people people are buying my product like this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) and so it really like (laughs) right right and so it really did a number on me It, it made me think like whoa like this is actually feasible this is actually real and I can really do this. Like, it really kind of flipped the switch to make me believe, like, no, you really can do this. So the next day, like, when I got up to go to work here, I, y'all going to be like, man, this dude cries a lot. I was crying. My eyes out. <laughs> I
2: was crying. <laughs> like, go crying.
0: Dorm room? <laughs> yeah, like, no, for real. So I, I'm in my apartment just like, I don't want to go to work. Like, because cause it. I think that that night I realized, like, ah, this is the purpose. Like, this is it. Like, I knew I had wanted to mm-hmm. sing professionally and do that full time. But when you actually have a show, a concert, people come out and then you're selling product and people are buying it and they're like so excited. It just shows like, no, this is the real deal. So when you know you got to go back to this regular job, you're like, that was really, really hard for me. But, um, uh, you know, so engineering is I love airplanes. Always have, always will. The engineering side of it is just what I ended up finding that I could do that involved airplanes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's or, like or if there can, was no air you
1: can just ride them <laughs> <laughs>
0: right,
1: right. So if the there- concert.
0: right right right. If, so if there was no aerospace engineering i'm pretty sure i would not be an engineer mm-hmm. i think it was just the fact that it said aerospace like before it you know and so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's been a it's been a, it's been a love-hate relationship and a struggle and so um, yeah, when I first started out at at uh, working, you know, to and so basically, I design. Um, I'm a structural design engineer, so I design parts uh, for airplanes. And actually, even though there's a love hate relationship, I had a really loving moment with my career this past weekend because uh, the newest plane and Boeing needed this moment because the Max man that issue has just been plaguing Boeing so badly. But uh, this past uh, weekend, um, the Boeing 777X airplane, which is their newest airplane, mm. had its first flight. Oh, and I, I designed parts on that plane. Oh, wow. And so okay. just, just so being able to... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's, yeah like, okay. it's like, even though I, there's this love-hate relationship, that was a cool moment to be like, wow, like there are actual, actual parts on that plane that I had a, a part in designing. it. so um but it it definitely like starting out as a a first year second year it was tough it was you know trying to trying to adjust to industry um trying to get up to speed um on and i don't know how much i don't know what your role was regarding engineering like what you did in college ricky and and, Mm -hmm. and other things like that but i remember like you know as a design engineer you're like going in and like designing stuff from scratch but when i got there the crazy thing was, is like for for detailed parts that are like common throughout the airplane that are used multiple times. So like, for instance, you have a chair, the arm of a chair. There's plenty of those. Like every chair has arms on it. Right. Yeah. So Correct. like a part like that, um, they had an app. So literally they're like I was like, OK, they were like design. this. You know, my mentor was like design this part or whatever. I was like, OK, so I'm like starting from scratch. I'm sketching, you know, it was just like, okay, it was later, like what are you do doing? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He comes up, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I'm like failing, like, this is terrible. He's like, use this app, and then I need you to click these two planes, click these two fasteners, and then press there the button. Right, right. There you go. Pops
2: this pick car, one, pick one like, of these arms, baby. I'm like, What? <laughs>
0: You're picking so
2: arms. You're,
0: you're a decorator. <laughs> right. So it was just crazy. It was starting out that way was just crazy. And so, you know, um, I, I ended up getting up to speed, you know, um, a, a little bit. But even just this past year, like this past fall, um, there was a a, compl- a more complex part that I had to design. And so because of using the app so much, you're not getting traditional design experience, right? Yeah, yep. So, um, when it came to this part, not only was it like, Oh, you need to design this part, but it was in a situation where the part was actually not supposed to be redesigned. I was just updating a drawing. And then, um, during the group check, somebody said, um, no, actually, it was past group check. Group check is when you you send your design off or whatever, and and, and everybody's able to review it. Stress engineers, project um, engineer, I mean, everybody's able to review it and say like, hey, should improve this. Where we had already passed that stage, we had already passed functional review. We had already we're in signatures now. What signatures means is you get all these signatures from your integrated product team, everybody who's on the team, and then you send it to our group called CMA. And what CMA does is they release. The engineering, so it's official engineering out there in the world for the shop to use to build or whatever. And so we're in signatures, and, and so somebody says, Oh, I can't sign because this actually doesn't have a radius, the radius is not in this you know area or whatever. Oh, and man. um, and it was an old part, it was a very, very old parts. So it was designed in an older software than what we're using now. And so I'm like, nah, we <laughs> like we're in signatures, like, no, 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 this cannot be real, and they're like. Yeah, we're not going to be able to sign until the radius is in the correct area or whatever. Man. And so as an engineer, ethically you're like, okay, that's a good point. Like we want to make sure that that that's yes. a thing. And yeah. so basically I had to design redesign this entire part the day before it was due yeah. to release. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You talk about yeah. just being mm. stressed out yeah. and man, I was I was so stressed but you know, it, it also taught me like, no, but you can do it, though. Yeah. Under pressure, you ask for the help that you need from, you know, mentors or whatever. And you just put your head down and go for it. And, you know, if you fail, you fail. But everybody on the team wants it to succeed. So they're going to be willing to help. And, and so that's kind of what I learned um, in that situation regarding uh, a couple of work scenarios. But, yeah, I know it's long winded. No, no, uh, no, 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 man. no, no. It's good, man, because you're giving, um, you know, uh, you're painting a
2: good picture. For a lot of people to see, because a lot of people, this is what happens in our, especially in our community, is that we put, when I say community, I'll just say black, Hispanic, Latino, whatever, um, you you know, you want to, you're taught like, hey, you want to be a doctor because that's, that's the, that's where success lies, Right. right? Right. And then that person fights and fights and they 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 find a way to go to school. They they cry on the bathroom floor. They get money, and then they cry in their dorm room. Then they get money. You know what I'm saying? Or they fail a class, and they have to be there longer than they have to. And then when they finally start doing the job, they they actually find out like, I wanted to build cars, or you know, something totally different. So you're painting a picture for some people right now who's actually probably in a you know particular discipline and they're like you know what i really wanted to do this this is this might be the thing that give them that push that say hey go for your dreams go 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 do exactly what you want to do now i want to ask you in the space of um aerospace engineering being that when you said you started off you only met one um guy that looked like you have you seen a lot of influx of um you know latinos or 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 black people coming in to actually to, to these disciplines
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, and, and just ap- like after meeting him, then I got involved um, in National Society of Black Engineers, which anybody who's in engineering, black, who's black in engineering, um, or if you're Latino, there's Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. But I got involved with NSBE and that introduced me to a larger, huge network of, of black engineers. So that was even more helpful to get more uh, mentors. But to that point, the reason, you know, the main goal of that organization um, is to increase the number of culturally responsible black engineers who excel academically, succeed professionally and positively impact the community. And so I, I did a lot of work in that organization trying to increase the number. Um, and and so, you know, sad to say is that there is just not enough multicultural people within the world of engineering um, and even uh, aerospace, because aerospace is an even more uh, uh, focused yeah. or condensed area of engineering. And um, So organizations like that I love because much more work is needed to be done to try and and make those numbers uh, look much better than what they look right now. Um, And so, unfortunately, there's not the room that I actually work in at my job happens to be a pretty diverse room. But I'm pretty sure that I'm the only Latino, and I'm only half. Um, And I think there's only two other Black people, and one of them is getting ready to move to another group um, next week. So it's still it's still majority white majority male so um the the diversity in in that regards is not where it needs to be and actually that kind of that kind of leads me to be able to share something that i've i've launched to help that because now working in industry it's not a myth you know some people are you know scouting off statistics and you're like well can you really trust them and it's like no i go to work every day <laughs> and mm-hmm. i see i see this lack of of diversity and and you know multicultural engineers and so i started something called stem music and so uh to to ricky's point just bringing both worlds together and so i I noticed that i love to sing and i happen to be in engineering you know did, did well enough to get a degree in it and work in the industry for four and a half years and so i had this idea it actually started in a class uh materials of engineering and so i'm in this class it wasn't really uh like hard or difficult engineering course it was one of the easier courses but it was very uh, uh vocabulary intensive yeah. so a lot of mm-hmm. definitions and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and so i remember like okay i'm trying to you know remember all this stuff so we got to one of the topics was about crack propagation so stress on a material causes it to crack and then it the crack propagates and they use that term as creep so you know think of a crack growing so they're talking about a creep and there's a whole bunch of other terms and so i was like man, I got to remember all this stuff. So I creep. Yeah. <laughs> I, literally took, I literally took that song and I remixed the lyrics. And yeah. it was probably sounding something like, so I creep. Yeah. Crack propagation makes crack smoother. So I don't know. I just like, I just, yeah, 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 just yeah, remix yeah. words. And, um, and it worked. So then I got on the test, and I just sung that. it. I just get to sing that in, in my seat. head, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I aced that test. And I was like, "Let's go!" Like you know. So so that's kind of where this idea sparked. Um, and I even told a classmate, a good buddy of mine, about it. And he was using the song too in the test. So he was like, "This is crazy, bro! I can't believe you do this." So I know. <laughs> and so that's kind of where the idea first sparked. And then in 2017, I was actually at a Nesby conference in Kansas City, and that's when I first voiced the um, idea of STEM music. So S-T-E-M, science, technology, engineering, and math, and then U-S-I-C all together as one word, STEM music. And so the whole idea behind it is to inspire the next generation of multicultural professionals through engaging in entertaining music. And um, the target audience is like third graders, elementary school students, and just trying to get More multicultural black and brown students exposed to STEM because, you know, and it took me two years to officially launch it. I just launched it this past November. Um, When I tell you when I tell you God has been. Thank you. Yeah. November of 2019. God has been moving through it like in a way that I just did not expect. But it took me two years to actually so 2017 is when I voiced it, but it took two years to actually launch it because of insecurity. Cause I'm like, dude, you don't even you're you're saying that you don't even really like engineering like that. You're working in the industry, you are doing it. Yes, you did get a degree in it. So how are you gonna be the person to encourage, you know, other people yep. to, to to do it? And then I also was putting this immense pressure on myself as if I was like writing a dissertation and having to defend it for my PhD. Like that's how I was treating it. It's like, bro, you're you're making songs for third graders like like this is not for a dissertation and so I finally like just said okay let's let's just let's try and do this thing and so um right now I'm I'm doing concerts in elementary schools all across Wichita um and just Mm. booked just booked some uh concerts in Topeka Kansas which is like about two hours north of of Wichita and um the, the goal is just to introduce them to black and brown kids, kids that look like us, because the thing is, is like, yeah, we can gripe and complain that there's not enough diversity within the industry. And part of that is because um, we, we already know you got racism, you got you got stuff that that is major that really does play a part. But the other part of it is just exposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and so and, 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 and yeah. And so it's like, how do we get like I happen to come into this? because I love airplanes. Like, had I not loved airplanes, I don't, I don't know if I would have ever even gone, went into STEM. And so it's like, how do we expose this to our, our black and brown kids? But not only expose it to them, but expose it to them in a way that is entertaining, a way that is welcoming, a way that is uh, friendly, and a way that is truthful. Because it's like, no, this is hard work. This is something you're you're gonna have to work hard at doing. But you know, the organization I volunteer in, Real Men, Real Heroes, we always ask our, our boys, like, you know, how. What what do you want to do? You grow up. And say, I want to do, be a basketball player. I want to be a football player. And I'm not a dream crusher. So I'm like, okay, that's what you want to do. You're gonna to have to work hard to do it. But might I suggest you look at a STEM career? Because yeah, you know, a lot of times our kids want to do that. Why? It's not just because it's fun, but they see money. That's, okay? what, that's what
2: they're exposed to. Yep.
0: That's what they're exposed to, and they see money, and they see swag, and they see coolness, fresh yep. vibe, whatever. And that's that's great. That's fine. And so, you know, and a lot of times, especially our kids and, and young black boys, it's like, I want to buy mama a house. Like, that's just a thing in our culture, and our yeah. community, like feels like we made it, you know. And so I always share like, you know, yeah, you, you might be able to do that if you do become a professional um, a sports player. But the percentages for that are very, very low. And So might you consider this other option in STEM that when you sign that engineering contract or sciences contract or you become PhD in it or whatever, no, you might not be able to buy mom a house that year you sign it. But 10 years from then, you might be able to do it. And that's a very realistic thing. So I'm yeah. um, just trying to, you know, relay those facts to our black and brown kids in a way that is very entertaining, in a way that is engaging. Um, and then with the power of music, man, just the just like how I remembered all those terms in my materials of engineering class. Now, you know, this this music is going to be able to teach our kids about uh, STEM science, technology, engineering, and math and let them know like, oh, like I can be a chemical engineer and design cereal? What? Like didn't know that that was a thing. I can, you know, like it doesn't <laughs> matter what you, I literally have a friend who works at General Mills and she uh, was a part of, uh, of designing some cereal. She was talking about like, yeah, the density of the cereal. You don't want to, if you put chocolate chips in the box, you don't want it to fall all the way to the bottom. <laughs> <and eat something. laughs> I was like, what? Like, I was like, this is real. Like what in the so world? So cool, cool. So, so, uh, fruit of the loops actually has a formula. Like, yes, yes, and the, <laughs> and the way stuff. She was like, the way it, it it aggregates in the bowl. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's stuff like that that if our kids don't know about that, they don't know what an aerospace engineer does. They don't know what a mechanical engineer like like Ricky was mentioning about you know working on helicopters or a biomedical engineer in the health industry. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just mm-hmm. so many different options out there, or even a mathematician, right? It's like, well, what do you do with math? Be a math teacher? No, you could be a statistician on ESPN, breaking down numbers of the sport that yeah. you love. Yeah. So yeah. it's... it's, or, building it's a back, or, or building a scoreboard. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's like just trying to give them that exposure to STEM in a fun way. Um, and our, our, the concerts are hype. There's like activities that I do in, in between songs. And um, so it's, it's something I'm super proud of. And um, I literally, like y'all are hitting me at a good time. Cause I literally just found out uh, the other day I will be um, performing at the U S science and engineering festival. Oh, shout wow. out In to DC? Justin Schaefer. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Justin. Cause like, and I, I DM would him and again, big, big up to him. Cause I just, I was like, bro, I followed your formula. And, and, and what I mean by that is I, I just saw him just doing what he's doing and just like, okay, well you got this product, reach out, you know, and see what they say. And they were just like more than happy to, Absolutely. work with me and and Absolutely. so yeah like yeah. big stuff is really happening with this and it just officially launched in november so um that's just one of the ways that like to to your question you know what's the diversity like you know what does it look like it's like okay i can sit here and complain and be frustrated about it or similar to what you all are doing similar to what justin's doing similar to what Nehemiah is doing like i want to be a part of the solution yeah and so this is this is my way of doing that
2: nah, you know you know it. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? Um, Jay Z had said something when he was going over to the NFL, and people was calling. You know, people were really ridiculing him when he <laughs> says when he said. Um, and it took me a while to even understand what he was talking about when he says we're past kneeling. Yeah. Yep. So and everybody was like, "What? Why are you disrespecting chap? You know what I'm saying? But then yep. i was sit back. I was like, "Yeah, you kneel to get the recognition." And then there's work to do after that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now we're past kneeling. We need to do the work, right? Yep. So it's just the same thing like what you're saying. We could sit here and talk about, oh, just like you said, the racism, all oh, our schools are not good, da, 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 all these different right. things. You can, or we could be the game changer. And I, exactly. I, I love that. I love that. I love that. And
0: the read. cool thing about it is that we are, myself, Justin, people, we're, we're now in a, a generation, should I say, of of black and brown people, uh, men and women who have made it into a STEM career.
2: Mm-hmm. And so now
0: we have that opportunity. Like back in the day, you it was not as many. So you didn't really have that opportunity to, they're just trying to survive in the industry, yeah. you know. And and some of us are still trying to do that. You know, don't don't, you know, I'm not trying to make it paint it all like it's it's all cool and everything and everything's all good. But There's more of us, even though there's not enough of us, there's more of us than what there was like 10 years ago. And so now it's really cool that um, some of us are taking that step to say, okay, we got to reach back. We got to try and bring up some others, because I say, even though you are not so passionate about engineering and you want to do music full time, you know enough to reach out to to a kid who does want to do that and they don't even know what it is or they don't even know that they want to do that because they they've never been exposed to it. So that was kind of the thing that pushed me over the edge to say okay, I got to do this. I got to stop being insecure, I got to stop being, you know, worrying about whatever and just get started and and get it done. So, yeah, man.
1: No, love it, man. Love it, man. Roy, your story is a uh, is amazing and it's exciting just to see where you're going and um you know, definitely let us know when you're, when you're here in DC. It's in April, right? That uh, STEM festival. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: you guys yeah. are based in DC.
1: Yeah, we're in yeah, the yeah, DMV yeah. Oh, okay, area. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's
0: what's up. That's what's up. So
1: I haven't. I didn't go to the last one, but the uh, one sure. before that, had took. I had taken some children out to, uh, to the uh, festival. So this year I went. My, yeah, I, I man, my you boys definitely
0: got to come. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to take it up a next level. Like STEM music is, is, is a. It's a company that just, I have so many ideas. And I got to keep telling myself, all right, Roy, start with the concerts. Then we'll, we'll get to other things. But one of the things I wanted to do in the concerts, I want to treat this as like a regular artist. And so yeah. I want to I have a STEM music crew, almost like your background dancers and stuff. So my yeah, best yeah. friend lives in D.C. who happens to be a dancer. So I'm, I'm trying to get her to get her crew together. And actually be a part of that uh, performance there. So oh. I'm really, really excited, <laughs>
1: man. Yeah. No, I love it, man. I love it, man. I love seeing it. And by any- the way, yeah. for any anybody, any parents or anybody out there who wants to check that
0: music out, it's on That's Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's everywhere you can find music and it's called
1: STEM Music. So you, you can find it everywhere. You guys heard it and we'll also have it in our um, show notes as well for you guys to <laughs> check them out and support Roy and what he's doing. And you know, I, I love the fact that you're looking at it now for building legacy aspect of yes, it. You sir. know. Um, yeah, yeah, I may mean, not love being in engineering and you know, but I, I'm here and how can I get other people to come in to this to this space uh and enjoy yep. the, the the benefits of it. Cause even yes, though you it's not yes. may, may not be where you want to be, there there are a lot of benefits with you being there. Um, it's
0: absolute. Even just capital, right? Correct, like
1: we want, we, correct. you got you guys, you guys are proponents of people starting businesses.
0: Mm-hmm, and correct. so it's like, that's capital, you know, yep. you, you, you make enough to where you can pay your bills, but have some leftover to do whatever it is you want. So like paying for studio time, all of that is like, you know, sometimes I forget like, bro, <laughs> this is how you're paying for everything. So yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That was one thing, man, as there's such so much, so many similarities between our story, man, we got to catch up even after off the show because uh definitely I I remember graduating from my master's and I mean my um from my, well, my mechanical engineering degree and my bachelor's and I was just like yeah I'm gonna do this to finance my music uh journey okay okay I <laughs> yeah love that. That, that was I love my that. thing I was like I'm gonna do engineer because you can get me the money to you know do what I want to do get the studio right. do it all this stuff and then finance it and um Yo. yeah dude so I, I I love I love what you're doing I love the journey that you're going on and um, Marlon and I, what we've been trying to do with this thing is just just stor- stories just like yours are the ones that need to be out there because uh, uh, there are a lot of people that one, they think they're living just for themselves, uh, mm. that, that their story is just their story, but not yeah. realizing what you're going through right now, what you're, what you're living, what you're experiencing right now is for you to for one day to turn around and share with somebody else. Hey, absolutely. This is what you're, you know, this is what you're capable of doing. And you never know what you may see at this moment now. Just like when you, when you were a child and you saw airplanes, you're like, oh man, I want to become uh I want to work with airplanes, whatever that, whatever that may look like. Sure. Uh, and now look where that has led you to today. You know, imagine what dream you're gonna have uh over the next that you had already, you know, with building this STEM music, you know, oh, this yeah. is what I see, right? I, I want to be able to do. And knowing that just having that dream and having that vision first is that's the spark that you need. That's it. Yeah. You know. So we yep. encourage all, right. all of our travelers, man, don't stop dreaming. Uh, don't, don't. Uh, be discouraged as to where you are currently. It, it is yeah. a process. And I'm, and I'm telling you this from just like, and you've heard in our previous weeks from, from my heart, man, you know, there's been a yeah. lot of times where it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like, man, it's not going to happen. How's it going to, how's how it going to work out? You know, I failed this, or this is not working. Out. I didn't get this job. I lost that job. You know, all these different right. things scenarios that come up. But just keep holding on to that dream, and you yes. will man, it will come. It will come to pass. So we appreciate yeah. you, Roy, man, for coming out uh, and just sharing your story. Is there any other? I know you. So uh, STEM music. Is there any other way they can get in contact with you? Um, that you may have a platform or STEM or a STEM music the, the best way for them to reach out to you and see what you're doing.
0: Sure thing, sure thing. And I'm I feel like we're wrapping this up. I have one more story. If I can fit it in within two minutes. Yo, you're good. Yep. Go yep. Ahead. Yep. you're good. Okay. yep. Okay. Go ahead. Just just because I feel like it's a powerful yep. powerful story about creating your own opportunities and like just touching on what you were just saying, like believing in yourself. And if you have a dream, I'm just such a big proponent on creating your own opportunities. And and I I do not like folks who are just like, I don't know how it's ever going. No, do my, here's, here's, here's that thing that I just go by in life. Do what you can with what you have, where you're at. Yeah. Do what you can with what you have, where you're at. So in regards to contact information, and I'm going sure to share this uh, brief story. And then, um, Man, this is so cool. So I just love talking with like-minded people. Like Y'all are giving me so much energy right now. But um, <laughs> but um, you can always visit the website, www.roymoy3music.com. That's the number 3 musiccom um, And if you put a slash stem music after that, you can find it. But if you just go to that, that uh, basic website, you can find everything on there on uh, Instagram, I'm um, at R-O-Y-T-3. And then the STEM music pages at the STEM music at T H E S T E M U S I C. So those are all the places you can reach out. Feel free to reach out. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things I'm doing, but the last thing I, I want to touch on is just, this is the gospel side of things. So I definitely want to make sure I'm shouting out that side of it too. It's crazy to have like oh, two music, music careers. Like what in the world? Like, who are you dude? Like calm down. <laughs> um, but, um, just an incredible moment that I got to experience. Um, in 2017 so you know i've been uh, 2016 um and this is kind of diving into my faith a little bit i i've been a christian got saved when i was about 12 but but i really feel like the transition into taking my relationship with christ just even more seriously was 2016 and i was coming to a moment where i had some r&b and everything like that throughout uh college by the way i still love r&b music but there was just a calling on me that R&B. was like, what's r b man yeah, these kids don't know nothing about art. Our- right, right, <laughs> right. And so I was doing a lot of talent shows and stuff like that in college. And then I just kept hearing the Holy Spirit at these talent shows. There would always be one person who got up to sing gospel. And every time that would happen, I would get so angered like, why? Like, ah, uh, like, because I kept hearing this voice saying, that should be you. Mm. that should be you so quick backstory i grew up in a very legalistic church what do i mean by that girls can't wear pants girls can't cut their hair boys can't wear shorts kids can't do sports no tv obviously no secular music the list goes on and on and on Mm. so growing growing up in that was very traumatic very much like god does not like people (laughs) like Mm. it just it just (laughs) created a terrible construct now by the grace of god the favor of God and the hand of God has always been on me from a young age. So even though I was in that crazy church, my relationship with God was just always there. Like he's always had a hand on me. So when I finally 2016 comes and I come to a moment where I just keep hearing the Holy Spirit say, you're supposed to be seeing it for me. So finally I surrender. I'm on my knees in my parents' house in Kansas City. What am I doing, y'all? I'm crying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm just like singing I surrender all. And that was the moment January first of two thousand and sixteen, I gave my voice to God. and and I'm telling you, like everything after that moment just took off musically. So fast hmm. forward to fast forward to the summer of 2017 so january 1st 2016 is when that happened some incredible things happened in 2016 but fast forward to 2017 and this is what i mean by creating your own opportunities and being bold and just for me i'm just going to speak for me like i stand on the word of god so like being bold in that so whatever it is however you operate but um I, i i sang this song uh or i saw this uh show for the obamas they were leaving the white house so they had this like celebration thing or whatever and it was like all themes would be like black artists and like celebrating black music or whatever and so uh, Common was there doing Correct. Glory right and so he didn't have John Legend with him but uh, Yolanda Adams came out and she killed it like I mean she just like bodied it like just did an amazing job and I was like man so I'm a gospel artist now right at this time so I'm like man I feel like God was just showing me like you don't have to box yourself in just because you're gospel like you can be used in different environments. Just like she didn't compromise singing that song. You know, she she still singing uh, about glory, you know. And Mm so it was dope. The next thing I know, so in my mind, I'm like, man, that'd be dope to, to do something like that one day. Not necessarily with Common, but just something like that to get out, you know, not be in the box. So we have this festival in Wichita called River Fest, like the biggest festival in Wichita happens in the summer and the lineup comes out for artists common is on the list as a headliner and i'm like mm. oh, like this is crazy like what in the world so i'm like i dm him on twitter didn't get a response back i ain't that like known <laughs> so <laughs> so didn't get a response back but through the organization that i volunteer with real men real heroes they gave all the kids vip tickets and so they were mm. like we need some chaperones and i'm like me and my friend was like yeah we gonna chaperone like we get to get in the concert free and whatever so we there and they're like we think we're gonna do a meet and greet. So we're like, what? So as soon as they said that, I said, okay, if I meet this man, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Yep. Next thing you know, we're back there. I meet him and I say, Hey, I don't know if you're singing glory tonight. Cause glory, by the way, like for black people, like who they know common, right? They know him yep. common sense prior to being common. Like people know his, but we're in Wichita, right? It's it's a lot of white, more white people than it is black people. So I'm like, in my mind, logically, I'm thinking like, he probably has to do glory. Cause that's a big song that like white people would know. So I'm like, I don't know if you're doing glory. I know John Legend's not here. If you need somebody to sing it, I can do that for you. That's all I said. Mm. Y'all, his response to me literally was word really. And I, in my mind, I'm like, no, no. Like, is he like <laughs> contemplating, like <laughs> letting this happen? So, so then we had to take a group picture. We took a group picture, and that's all I said to him. So then he came and found me after the group picture, was like, "Were you serious about that?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "And this is the God moment." He's like, "Crazy thing is, is, is my background singer who usually sings that she had to go to her daughter's kindergarten graduation." I'm like, "What?" Mm. So he's like, he was like, "Can you sing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And so then he starts looking around, and he's looking at the kids. He's like, "Hey y'all, hey y'all, can he sing?" And before they could answer, I was like, "One day when the glory comes," I just started singing like, "No, yeah. this this gotta happen." And so, long story short, he got me in contact with his road manager. I went it up. I went up and got to rehearse with him and his band. And and then I just heard these three words like, mic them up," and <laughs> damn, I'm am I'm, I'm closing out the common concert on a Friday mm. night in which there thousands of people in the in the audience. He's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my friend Roy." And I just come out singing the song and just like had this incredible moment with a Grammy Oscar winning like this. It was so crazy. And I share that story to say that that was just a dream back in February of that year. Right. And you Mm -hmm. fast forward to June and I'm on the stage singing with him. And the crazy thing about it, you talk about purpose. I felt so much Purpose that night. Like I'm in my I wasn't singing background. We were equals that night. And and he was giving me that respect as an artist on the stage. And so I just share that story to anybody out there who's wanting to do something, who has that dream, who, who, who sees an opportunity, create your own opportunity. I could have just went to the concert and was the chaperone, whatever. But I saw that there was an opportunity. And not only that, be prepared for the opportunity. Yeah so I had yep, I had yep, sung yep. that song in a concert previous that year I recorded it on my SoundCloud so I was ready when yeah, it came yep. time to to sing so I just wanted to share that to encourage people out there that you know that that's some and, and and remember what I said. Do what you can where you're at. You know, with what you have, where you're at. Where did that happen? Did that happen in New York? Did that happen in D.C.? Did it happen in L.A.? Did it happen? In, oh. No, it happened in, in Wichita, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm, you, done I'm done, y'all. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. <laughs> no, did you come <laughs> on the stage? I want to know. Did you come on the stage though? Um, uh, no, I did not. But when I got behind <laughs> the stage, tell me. Look, I was on my knees crying, <laughs> and my, all my kids. All the kids from the organization came running backstage, like, oh my God, Mr. Moore and I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. I knew you cried. I, I yes, where's the yes. Christ story. That was an unforgettable. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> like, how in the world, like, and 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 from that moment on, God has just been blessed and I had a chance to be on Sunday Best um this past mm, um, nice. uh last year, May Top 20. And so, you know, God has just been I, I, I'm I so glad that I made that decision to be like, yes, God, I give you my voice. And I don't say that to like
1: pressure anybody to do yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, just yeah. No, that's just my story. That's just what yeah. God called on my yeah. life. And I had to say yes to
0: it. So, yeah. um, yeah, man.
1: Love it, man. Roy, man, you, you had us on the edge of our seats all night, man. Yep. You're an amazing <laughs> storyteller and every story that, that showed, man, you it showed that man, you, man, you know, anyone really, you know, you don't, you don't have to be anyone big. You don't have to be anyone small, man. It's just a matter of just embracing who you are. And when you Yo. embrace who you are, man, uh, magical things and blessings and all these things can happen in your life. And you just got to really believe, man. That's it. Yes, sir. You know, at the end of the day, you got to believe. Roy, man, we, we're coming to the end of this show. And and uh, travelers, we're coming to the end of this show. And we just want to thank you guys for just being with us. Uh, you know where to find us. You can go to our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. You can go to our Instagram page and all social media uh, platforms. Uh, you guys have been rocking with us now for over a year, and we thank you for all the support that you have given us. Listen, you want us to you want to share uh, how we're doing. Leave a review uh, on any of your listening platforms. Share uh, some thoughts. Share some responses to uh, the guests that we have on the show, and we can share them with with them direct um, as well. So, listen, we love you guys. We thank you again, Roy. We appreciate you so much, bro. Uh, we wish you and we pray that nothing but the best in your endeavors uh, with stem you. music, uh, with your own personal music, all those things, man, and everything that you touch that may be blessed. Everyone, thanks again for being with us for another sh- uh, edition of the Success Journey Show. And we'll see everyone next time. Same place. The Success Journey Show. I right, yeah. right, One love.
0: Listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out the SuccessJourneyShow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.